our freeways look terrible. You go to some cities and freeways are beautiful. They're green. They're lush. In our city, you see trash. You see graffiti. You know, if there's one thing Mayor Bass said in our interview yesterday that we can all relate to, it was that. But then came the finger pointing. But you know what? That's a state issue. It's Caltrans. So Caltrans, what you going to do about it? The, the number one thing is, as a society, what you need to do is, is, is take care of our spaces. Was that an answer? It's the last day of August, if you can believe it. This is the L.A. Local, your TLDR for what's happening in SoCal. I'm Alex Silverman, and today on the show, Aliso Canyon was the site of the largest methane leak in U.S. history, but the state's going to let the gas companies store more gas there. We have to stay indoors with our windows and doors closed. And beating the holiday weekend rush out of town. You, I got in, I got to see everything before all the crazies got here. But first to the freeways, which are filthy. And our Charles Feldman followed up on Mayor Bass's blaming the state. Talked to Caltrans spokesman Eric Benhivar, who talked about all the litter they've already picked up. And, uh, you know, that, that program has already accounted for more than 9,000 cubic yards. All right. Of litter. Uh, okay. But, but then what accounts for what the mayor says she sees? I mean, if all this is happening and everything is being, you know, cleaned up as vigorously as you're saying, is it that people are just dumping trash as the mayor's car goes by? You know, unfortunately, the, you know, the litter is, a, is, is an issue that, you know, we're dealing here, not just here in District 7, but in other parts of the state. Um, and, and that's a part of this program is we need, we're trying to educate people not to litter. Uh, please keep our highways clean. Yeah, good luck. Do you need um, more? We're also, wait, wait, we're do also you looking need, into Eric, transforming you, our public our okay, public spaces as well. Okay, but do you uh, need more money? Do you need? I mean, let's be honest. Do you need more money? Do you need more people? Do you need more equipment? Is that the root of it? It might be, but is that it? So, like I've been talking about this Clean California program. This is a program that has been uh, going on for more than two years. It's about a one point two billion dollar investment that's been spearheaded by the governor. Projects that will actually help beautify our our communities. Uh, a good examples of those. Uh, that we've already completed is on 110 and 28th Street, where we transform a blighted area. Um, we also transformed the 101 corridor in Hollywood, which uh, had a lot of old vegetation and also a lot of litter on there. And we turned it into uh, rockscaping. So he was doing his job there, talking about the things they've accomplished. But you've got to believe the governor's office is now on notice. And, and Caltrans has taken note of what Mayor Bass said on KNX. And maybe things will start to change. Up to Aliso Canyon now, and a decision SoCal Gas says is going to keep our bills down, but people in Porter Ranch say we'll put them in more danger. We have to stay indoors with our windows and doors closed, and our air cleaners running 24 hours, 7 days a week. My son got extremely ill when 7 years old from the gas injection and withdrawal from the facility. My colleague Margaret Carrero was there for this vote. Uh, Margaret, first of all, what did the State Public Utilities Commission actually decide to do? They ultimately allowed um, SoCal Gas to increase the storage limit of natural gas at Aliso Canyon to what they say is what has been deemed the safe limit. It's not what SoCal Gas previously was allowed to do prior to that uh, huge gas leak that they had back in 2015. But the commissioners are saying that this is the allowable limit. And they're saying it's really not about using more natural gas, it's storing it in California. They're talking about reliability and wanting to ensure that we have the natural gas that we need so that we don't see the spike in gas prices for gas bills that we saw this past winter. It's in preparation for this coming winter and, you know, what we don't know is coming. And so that's what they're trying to do here. And of course, for people who were affected by the gas leak, they hear safe limit and they don't necessarily trust that, right? 
they don't buy it at all. Nothing is safe in their mind. And I, you can only imagine. I mean, they were forced to leave their homes temporarily. Many of them got sick. They're talking about still feeling the effects um, from the Aliso Canyon gas storage facility. In their mind, in their eyes, all that will be safe is to completely shut it down. Margaret, thank you so much. You got it. It has been a rough summer at malls in L.A. There was that huge weekend brawl on $4 movie day at Del Amo Fashion Center in Torrance. At the Moreno Valley Mall, they are trying something new, right, Charles Feldman? Yeah, they're they're asking or requiring teens to wear lanyards that feature their names and contact info that can be used to report misbehavior to their parents. Like, that's going to work. Uh, Pete Eliadis is a president and CEO of the security firm Intelligence Consulting Partners. Is that really going to work? Again, I don't believe that that's going to be a, uh, a long-term solution. It may be something immediate that they're trying to adjust, but, but it's definitely not sustainable. Okay, so what is the way to do it? Well, I think it's a lot. Uh, looking at it holistically, it has to be messaging. One, we have to Put the message out there that this is not accepted behavior and we just don't look at the mall as a stakeholder but you bring in other avenues such as district attorney the schools obviously the parents and that is the kind of approach they're now taking in torrance making a show out of saying they're stepping up patrols the mayor and the police chief putting out a joint statement saying people should report suspicious activity still don't know what caused that huge riot but the mall was cleared out by nine o'clock on sunday night only a few minor injuries reported there, thank goodness. LAX, busy place, Thursday before a holiday weekend. We sent Pete Demetrio out there to gauge just how nuts things are. Are you going on vacation, or have you finished up a vacation and you're traveling? I have finished up a vacation, yes. In a way, is that sort of the smart thing to do, get out before the Labor Day rush? Absolutely, of course so. You, I got in, I got to see everything before all the crazies got here, and I didn't have to wait in line for too much of anything, and now I'm going home and I can relax and actually enjoy my holiday. She's apparently the lucky one. Another gentleman I spoke to a few minutes after that was headed for Detroit with nine family members for a family reunion. Vacation? <laughs> he says no. Total stress. Yeah, the uh, advice, of course, allow extra time, get there early, do what you need to do to make sure that it is not a huge stressful thing to try and travel on a holiday weekend. What would happen? If Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, Seth Meyers all did a show together, well, it takes a strike to make that happen. They're banding together for a podcast, calling it Strike Force 5, and they're going to use the proceeds to benefit the people on their staffs who are out of work. In the first episode they did, uh, Seth Meyers confronts Jimmy Kimmel about his plan to retire. Are we to take you at your word that you were you were seriously considering this? I really was. I think I told you that privately, right? We're well, doing so. it publicly yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we took you serious, though. I was serious. I was very, very serious. Yeah, but now that the, the strikes have gone on for a few months, he's realized it's better to be working, and he knows that he would miss it if he actually were to retire. They say they're going to do at least 12 episodes, of course, uh, depending on how long the strike ends up lasting. And that's the L.A. Local for August 31st. Can you believe September begins tomorrow? To catch up on anything going on in SoCal at any point, 97.1 FM. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News. And if you want to keep connected when you're traveling for the Labor Day weekend, get the Odyssey app, KNX News, anytime, anyplace.
LALocal at knxnews.com. Any feedback you want to leave us? And uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe there. So whenever the show comes down in the, during the day, you will get a notification on your phone and you won't forget to listen. We'll be back for a Friday edition tomorrow. I'm Alex Silverman. See you.